Hello and welcome to the two of us. We are a radio show turned podcast hosted by two lifelong friends. Join us as we discuss all things funny, interesting and thought-provoking. Hello and welcome back to the two of us. You're listening to episode three and this week's episode is a Q&A. Firstly, I'd like to say thank you for all of your questions and responses. Some of those really, really made us laugh, so we are ready and raring to go to answer all of those today. Secondly, we would like to apologise for our absence and delay of week three's podcast. I know we're now in week four. But... Uniwork has unfortunately ramped up this week, so we've been doing some um, late, what are they called, late-nighters, early-morningers, I'm not too sure, but yes, we have been busy with Uniwork um, over the past couple of days, so this episode is slightly delayed, but nevertheless, we hope you enjoy. Okay, so without further ado, Libby, question number one. Disclaimer, we have briefly read through these, and... We have just randomly selected who's going to answer and who is going to ask. And then some of them we we both wanted to answer because they were just too good. So um, I think you'll hear from both of us today. But question number one, Libby, what are you most curious about at the moment? That's actually a really, really good question. So I would say probably a couple things right now. Um, but one thing in particular I would say is spirituality a little bit that's kind of what I'm kind of curious about at the moment I think um for a long time I thought that spirituality or if you were spiritual meant that you were religious and I didn't realize that there were two separate things that they were that they they were actually separate and so I've kind of I would say slowly without me even realizing it this past year have begun a bit of like a spiritual journey And I think during this time of isolation in particular, I'm kind of the things I'm reading and even like things within my course that I um, am studying as well and like prepping for like my assignments kind of coincide with, you know, knowing oneself a bit better and kind of like your own identity and like um, just loads of different things. So I would say right now I'm curious about spirituality and getting to know myself better. That's so funny because when I read that question, the first thing that popped into my head was when the hell are we getting out of lockdown? Yeah, slight difference in what what we're being curious about. But to be honest, I'm also very much curious to know when we'll be able to get out, have a drink and see each other properly. So second question is, if you were a type of food, what type would you be? I've literally been thinking about this since we read the questions and I was really hoping that I wouldn't have to answer this one because every time I thought about it I've tried to answer it but I'm answering it in the wrong way I'm asking myself what what is my favorite type of food but that's not the question Libby I think you might have to answer this one for me okay so yeah to be honest there's a difference between what is your favorite food and if you were a food what type of food would you be I feel like I was going to say a steak, but I just think that's... You enjoy eating <laughs> steak. <laughs> but that doesn't mean to say you are steak. Um, I would say... <laughs> I would say maybe you're like... Um, 
maybe you're like I don't know like a I don't even know how to say it but acai acai bowl because I feel like you've got a little bit of everything about you you know you've got a good selection you're healthy you've got a lot of balance and you're also colorful and very fun to be around and also it's a standard white girl <laughs> white girl meal <laughs> Okay, so this is the third question from, and I'm sure she won't mind me saying, but this is from our friend Quinta, um, these three questions. And the last one is, what is your favourite memory related to this project? I love this one. We're both going to answer, but first of all, Izzy, what is your favourite memory related to this project? Oh, I love this one too. I think there's been three standout moments for me. Um, and I think this probably goes back to when we were doing the radio as well. Um, there was one, I can't remember what, what show it was um but it was it, I think it might have actually been the last one we did um we didn't know at the time but um we were both just in such great moods and we were walking up to record our show I think it was like a really fun show and there's this big um deck chair student student union's deck chair that's outside um the like near the recording studio and we were both sitting in that, laughing, joking around, just literally feeling high on life. And we were like, this is everything we want to do. Um, we were just really enjoying doing that um, at that moment in time. And um, Libby recently, we took some photos just for just for the mems. And Libby recently got those printed. Um, and it just took, she showed me them the other day and it just took me back to to that day um and it was just such a lovely feeling like I both felt like we were really doing what we loved um so yeah that was probably the first the first um what was the question precious moment about one of our yeah our precious moments um and secondly I think when we started recording this um podcast like when we had um sort of transferred over to this and we we thought of the idea and we were like yeah this is what we want to do um and we got our um illustration through from Pippa Hobbs and that was just a really exciting moment for us because um it just made everything feel so real and um yeah that was that was just so nice and her um artwork was just absolutely gorgeous and it made us both feel really excited about the project um and my third one was my oh my third one was after our first recording um I remember waking up the next morning and we'd had however many however many listens I think our first podcast has something like a hundred and how how many is it like a hundred and eighty is that is that right I might be wrong there but anyway we were just absolutely outstanding by all the people that had listened um and all the lovely support and feedback we got was just so so nice and I remember I was sat outside um my stepdad's office on a lunch break and I called Libby and we were just both so over the moon and we felt so happy and it was that same feeling that we'd felt before um about just really enjoying what we had produced um so yeah I'd say those three are probably my top three precious moments from this project so far I love this question because I feel like it makes you kind of like look back a little bit and I would say, yeah, there's definitely been a few like favourite memories for me, but I would say the first one, which kind of combines into another one as well, but was when, so Izzy was originally doing her radio show by herself and she said to me, she's like, oh, she's like, do you want to come on and, and speak? Like, it'll be really fun. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. So anyway, so I went on 
and absolutely loved it. And then at the end of that term, she said to me, she was like, I'm going to reapply. Do you want to do a show together? And I was just really excited. And it was just really nice because, you know, it was like our final term at uni. And especially under like the circumstances of everything that's happened, I feel like it was, we really like made the most of those last few um months before we even realized that we were going to be limited with it but um but yeah so asking to be on the show that was definitely like a highlight and then 100% with Izzy creating the cover art for our podcast was amazing so Pippa Hobbs shout out to Pippa we've um if you go onto our first ever post she's tagged on there and go see everything that she does because it's it's amazing we went to school with Pippa and um yeah we just kind of like got in touch and gave her some ideas and she created it and it was absolutely amazing and seeing it you know you don't know how it's gonna um end up looking but the way it ended up was just was just amazing and Pippa was like the perfect 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 person for it um and I would say just like another general favorite memory was definitely uploading the first one and seeing like everyone replying and stuff like you know it can be a bit daunting and you can think oh is anybody you know even going to be interested but like everybody was and that just meant an awful lot and we're now on 192 lessons of our first episode which is amazing and just one last thing is definitely I feel like we're creating like a bit of like an archive like we don't know how long we'll do this for you know hopefully it will go on for like a little while or we'll lead it into different things but I am so excited to be able to listen back to back on to them when I'm like older or show my kids or whatever and I just think it's a really nice thing and archive that we're creating um as well as enjoying it in the moment okay so our next question is a really good one um and it is have you read normal people and if so does the bbc adaptation compare so i'm going to ask this to izzy but this one i thought was a really good question because i haven't actually watched it yet um i've just ordered the book so i'm going to try and read the book um before watching it but one of our friends who has read it said that the adaptation is so so good and it's apparently quite a short book um and but there's a lot of episodes in the series so they're obviously trying to get in as much detail as possible so Izzy have you read Normal People and if so how does the BBC adaptation compare? Oh my goodness gracious don't even talk to me about Normal People it is one of the most beautiful beautiful things I have ever ever watched um, I have not read the book, no, but our good friend Eleanor Thomas, um, she has read the book and she has also recently seen the adaptation and um, she actually reviews Sally Rooney's um, book on her Instagram and blog account, Sharing the Shelf, so go and check that out. Um, but I've spoken to her about um, her thoughts on the adaptation and she said she's so glad that um, the director decided to use the language and the dialogue that Sally Rooney uses in her novel because it just, it ties them both together really well. Um, so my thoughts on the adaptation, obviously I can't compare it to the book, but I would love to read that next. I know Libby said she's going to read it before she watches it. Um, but I just think that it is one of the most beautifully captured love stories I have ever witnessed um, in a TV series. Um, I think it captures the love and the intimacy and the intensity of a long-term and long-distance relationship so perfectly. Um, and I think we were speaking about this the other day. We put a post on our Instagram um, and we asked our listeners to 
feedback on their thoughts. And one of my good friends, Marnie Malloy, she replied and she said, thank God, finally, they have given airtime to um, our generation and relationships that we go through. And I think I think we tend to, um, our generation, we tend to be in long-term relationships and we to and fro and, and it captures the, you know, the love and the journey that they go on together as they are together and they're apart and they are drawn back to one another. And it was, it was just, it was just incredible. Um, and I watched the series with my parents, um, and we watched, we tend we we tended to watch two a night because they're 30 minutes long um and we watched it in the space of a week because it was just incredible um i think my stepdad had um i i say had a problem but i think he struggled with um the pace that the um that the series sort of moved at but for me that was the most um powerful thing about it um and it just slowed everything down. I think um, a lot of BBC series that we tend to watch together as like a family or I watch with my parents, they're normally sort of crime, drama um, related. And they tend to move very quickly. You know, episode one, um, a whole entire lifetime, a story happens of a lifetime. And then episode two, you're moving, you, you're always moving very quickly onto the next thing. And I think um, this series... Um, it, it whilst it moved you know a long uh long period of time it captured those intimate moments that often go amiss and that was what was so beautiful about it you know the awkward silences and the the pauses it it was just incredible so if you can get over the awkward sex scenes please please watch this um it definitely will not be um a waste of your time and we would love to hear what you have to say about it Okay, so next up we have a this or that. We're both going to have a go at this because I think this is a fun one to do. Um, so these are going to be quick fire questions, Libby, so you need to be on your game. So we've made a rule because we're both the most indecisive people in the world and we'd have everything if we could, that it has to be one or the other, like your life depends on it. Okay, so first, this or that, are you ready? Coffee or juice? Okay, so this is genuinely so, so difficult because... I defo am a coffee addict, but also I appreciate juice so much. Orange juice or apple and mango are defo my go-tos. Um, I'm going to have to go with coffee, though, because I feel like coffee is just my thing. I love it. I've drank it for so long, and I love it in all different kinds of ways, and coffee's my go-to. This is a stupid question. Money or love? If you don't pick one, we're no longer friends. Okay, this is a good one. I feel like some people would definitely choose money, but I am going to choose love because, um, do you know what? It doesn't matter how much money you've got. If you don't have some real love in your life, what's the point? Next up, pasta or pizza? Okay, this is a tough one because I'm such a foodie. Pasta or pizza any day, I will normally eat. However, and pizza, you know, you can have that cold, but you can also have pasta cold. I'm going to go... I'm going to go with pasta because pasta is just so versatile. And I'm sorry, but who doesn't like pasta? In fact, let us know if you don't like pasta because, yeah. Now, oh, it's just, it's stopped. It's stopped. 
I was just going to say we're having some technical difficulties. A big fat car alarm's decided to go off <laughs> mid-recording. Next, this or that is intelligent or funny. This is a hard one. Intelligent or funny. This is difficult. Okay, so I feel like some people are blessed with both. <clears throat> I'm one of those people. Joking. Um, I mean, if you're intelligent, that's like so great do you know what I mean I feel like intelligence is definitely something I value and would want to be but I also think being funny is so good so I would have to say I'm going to choose being funny because I feel like you can learn to be intelligent but I don't feel like you can learn to be funny and finally we have horror or comedy well Libby hates horror films so I can probably answer that one for you yeah, I mean, that's very easy for me. Comedy all the way. Um, don't ever take me to see a horror film. Don't ever put on a horror film. Don't ever suggest watching a horror film because it's going to be a no from me. Okay, so now the scripts have been flipped and I'm going to be asking the questions. Izzy, talk or listen? Okay, so this one is actually really hard because... I think they are both as important as one another. Um, I'd say personally, if I had to choose one, talking, because I, I think if I could never talk again, I would go insane. I've got so much, so much in that little brain of mine that just needs to be said. Okay, next one. Text or call? Okay, so definitely a call. I would pick a call over a text. But there are certain people that I would rather text, you know? <laughs> Libby's in the background. You can't hear her going, damn, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but no, I think I would prefer my close friends I'd prefer to call my mum my family I'd prefer to call but you know when you get those texts from some people and you're just like I don't want to call you I'm gonna take my time you know to reply to this and then you wear them and then you wear them again and then you wear them again okay I wish I was actually being asked this but it's singing or dancing just gonna give my own answer for me it would have to be both but anyway okay well that's actually not allowed Libby because it's a uh, it's a life or death situation here. But very hard question. I I can also hear you in the background right now. Um, but I would choose I would choose singing because I sing I sing every day. I sing every day. I wake up, I sing. I go to uni, I sing. I, I love singing. I sing on Snapchat all the time. My friends hate me for it. <laughs> But I do also love a dance. I do love a good night out and I do love a drink and a dance. But singing would have to take number one spot on this one. Question number four. It's a little drum roll situation. Sunrise or sunset? This is difficult. This is difficult and I'm actually not jealous that I'm not being asked this. I've had to re re-record this about 500 times because I keep getting confused between sunset and sunrise. Um, I know what they mean, but I've just said them so many times in the same sentence. But I have finally come to terms with the fact that I have seen more beautiful sunsets in my life because I've been awake for them. 
but I actually think I prefer the whole atmospheric mood experience, if that's even a sentence, of watching the sunrise because I think especially those sun those sunrises that are like 5am 5am starts and you wake up and you think oh wow I've really got my life together just me myself and I and a, and a handful of people in the world are watching the same sun rise right now so I think it would have to be a sunset a sunrise sorry sorry I'm not going to re-record this Okay, so my my horrible stinky brother has just walked in the door as I'm recording. Hello, hello my, everyone. As I'm recording my last, well, as Libby was about to ask me, my last this or that. So I'm actually going to hand over to you, Spencer. Um, would you rather, or this or that, beach or pool? Pool. Okay, why? Because I hate the sand. Thank you very much. It's okay. For that lovely explanatory answer. Okay, so this next question was sent in to us by the one and only Olivia Pike. Would you rather sleep with the other person's worst ex and nobody knows, or not sleep with them, but everybody thinks you did? Okay, so this one really, 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 really got me because if I'm trying to think of some of your exes, I mean, there's not loads, but there's some and I think we know my opinions on certain ones but anyway um if I'm thinking of the worst one and I think you know who I'm thinking of I think I just mouth that um like the actual thought of engaging in that with with him like is not an ideal situation um but then at the same time thinking other other people or you thinking that I had like slept with him like that would also make me feel sick do you know what I mean even if I hadn't um I genuinely think I would have to go with not sleep with them but everyone think that I did because a I just don't think I could physically bring myself to to do that with that person but also I would just hope that in the long run you would think Libby wouldn't do that. Do you know what I mean? That's what I would want you to think, even though that is really difficult. But yeah, so that's my answer. That's my answer. Okay, so I actually interpreted the question wrong. And I thought about it from like a hypothetical point of view. And I thought about, I, d- I wasn't actually thinking of you, but now I've reread it. It's the other person's ex. So I'm just going to take into consideration that we're bracketing like, boyfriends, dates, people that we've seen here, okay? I think mine would have to be similar to yours. Um, And I just think that you trust me and I trust you more than anyone else in the whole world. So I think even if... I, I, I Like, we've had so many conversations about this. It just would never, ever, ever, ever happen but let's approach this how we approached the this or that question so it would be a life or death basically you have to pick one and I actually think 
oh my god, oh my god, I actually don't know, because, oh my god, I don't know, I'm just weighing it up in my head, because if, let's just say your head was never ever turned, and you were adamant that I slept with that person, we would not be friends, we would, we would not be friends, yeah, because if you're thinking of who I'm thinking of, I don't think you've had a bad ex, but I just think it would be, like, we would no longer have a friendship at all. But if I slept with that person and you never found out, that would mean that our friendship would continue, but I would have to live with the guilt, which I don't think I could do. So it's like, would I rather have you in my life but knowing I've slept with your ex or not having slept with him, but you thinking I had. I think I'd rather have you in my life. I think I'd rather have you in my life. But then I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could live with myself. I couldn't. I would, I would have to just hope. Yeah, I, th- I think, I think I would have to just hope that you would come around and believe me that it would never, ever, ever, ever happen. I think we haven't really answered that question very well, but that's a reflection of our friendship and Olivia Pike. We would never, we would never, we would never, ever do that. Um, So sorry if that's not what you wanted. It's not as juicy as I'd hoped, but I, I just, I just couldn't do either. Yeah, let us know what you do. Okay, next question. Do either of you wish you had a sister? Already got one, boo. Okay, so I feel like I'm answering this kind of like on behalf of the two of us. Lol, the two of us. Um, But I think, I don't have a sister, so I've got one brother, one younger brother. Um, And I think mine and his dynamic works well. He's like a few years younger than me. It's like, it's all good, you know? Um, And I think if I had a sister, I don't know, I think it could be, I don't know, in some ways it's like a best friend, but whatever. But actually I'm kind of glad with my current situation. However, Izzy and I are kind of each other's adopted, adoptive, adopted or adoptive sisters with like our families and all that kind of stuff. So I would say me and Izzy get the benefits of not being actual sisters, but we are sisters, if that makes any sense. So we're kind of like, yeah, I would, I just, we describe each other as each other's sisters. So I do have a sister and that's her. Okay. So we kind of discussed this in our last episode of Friendship and Growing, but question number, number, I don't even know what number this is now. Is it natural to lose friends growing up? And if so, do you find it sad? Izzy? So I think um, this is probably something that everyone goes through at this sort of age. And I think it's such a normal thing. Um, And I read a quote the other day, actually, and it said, um, a a group of, a smaller group of people that mean more, mean more than a bigger group of people. Um, And I think um, I would personally rather have a handful or two handfuls of very, very, very close friends 
um, that I feel like I can share everything with and have um, shared experiences with me and close to me than friendships that perhaps are a bit more fickle, that require more work, um, that you don't maybe see as much. I think um, when you grow older, it's hard to stay in contact with every single person that has ever walked into your life. Um, and it's okay to to let go of friendships that once meant something to you because it was right at the time and everything is circumstantial and um, depends on the situation. Um, and I think if you do lose friends um, along the way as you grow up, um, quite often the people that you are left with in your life actually mean a whole lot more. I think also, um, speaking on behalf of both of us, the people that we have in our lives, we like to um, invest lots of time in and energy into those people. And you have to save some for yourself. And I think um, the more people in your life, the more energy and time you have to put into them. So it's about you know, reflecting on your friendships and thinking, you know, yeah, quality over quantity and thinking, you know, am I getting enough back here? Um, and yeah, I think, I, I, I think it's a very normal thing to go through. And, you know, as you get older and I look at my, my mum's closest friends, you know, she's, she's also like, like both of us, you know, she's got big groups of friends, but when it comes down to her true friends, I think she can probably count them on two hands. Okay, so the next one is, what are our dream jobs? So we'll both answer this. Um, I So when I was like little, I was set on being a weather lady. I would get a piece of paper, I would get like a um, a pen, I would draw out the map of like the UK, I'd be like, so today we've got clouds coming in at approximately 12 o'clock. Um, I was just obsessed and I'd put it up on like the, um, the windows and etc. And then I remember my mum making me a TV out of like a old cardboard box that she got from Sainsbury's, put, got like toothpaste, like um lids for like the tv like on button off button and I would write like news stories so I wanted to for a while I wanted to be like a news reporter slash journalist I definitely remember wanting to be a journalist for a while and I remember on the news round website there was like a game section where you could um oh my god what was it called I can't think what it was called but it would you know how like a tele I don't even know what I'm making up the word here but when you're a presenter they they have like um the script for you and you're reading it right next to the camera and it was this game and you had to like try say it and it was I would be on it like all the time and um they also did this young it was called something like young presenter or something it was called like the the kids presenting or something where every week they would have one 
person's story where they would be able to like report it and they'd have like the news uh the news round like tv crew like go around with them and it was like so cool so that's what I wanted to do for a long time um now I kind of don't actually know um I don't know whether I'll end up I know I want to be working with people one way or another um and I'm going to be doing an an internship over summer I will be working from home but for um a charity in London which could potentially lead to like a job um but I also enjoy like what we're doing here and I also enjoy like my writing so I, I I would say a dream job would actually be a collection of different jobs like I would my dream would be I love kind of um what do you call it I love variants like if I'm being stimulated in different ways that's great so for me I don't know what my dream job is but I would say a little bit of everything okay sneeze confetti or fart marbles Izzy this one's for you definitely no doubt about it sneeze confetti because I feel like farting marbles is a similar sensation to constipation and that is not cute Okay, Libby, what are you going to be doing differently post-lockdown? Okay, so I feel like there's a few things that I'm going to try and incorporate into, I guess, my new routine. I think I've realised that I, I'm always trying to do as much as I possibly can. Like, I'm always trying to... I feel like you're the same as well. You want to kind of... If I'm not doing something, I feel like I'm not being productive and then I feel bad and then I just feel like I've wasted my time or whatever. And I think this has just made me realise part of being productive is resting and part of being productive is stopping. Um, and what else have I learned? I've also learned in terms of like day to day, what will I be doing today? I'm going to try and read more because I've read three books now. So I've read Lion, The Choice, and I finished yesterday, I read it in a day, um, The Sense of an Ending, which is also um, a film, which is really good. Um, but I've, I will make excuses. Oh, I don't have time to read. Oh, like, blah, 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 whatever. Oh, I'm going to watch Netflix. I'm going to do this. And, you know, you can find time to read. Like, you make time for what you want to. Do you know what I mean? So, and I've realised that, I do really enjoy it and it's something that's actually good for you and it's good before bed, turn your phone off, get some pages in, you know. And also it's been really nice discussing books with people. So like you and Georgie have read like a couple of the same books, you're discussing that. Me and Georgie read The Choice. Um, My mum is giving me this book that she wants me to read, etc. So it's nice, it's like a, a thing to talk about with your friends as well. So yeah. Okay, now this question is potentially the most important question of the whole podcast. It's why do we love Rihanna so much? Izzy, you take it away. Okay, so Rihanna has hold has held a very special place in our hearts for a very, very long time now. I think for me, she was the first, one of the first female artists that I was introduced to in the R&B game very early on. Um, I love her music. I love, I love her songs. 
I love what she speaks about in her songs. Um, the lyrics of her songs speak to me so personally and deeply. Um, and I feel like I can relate to them in every way possible. She also has such a variation of music um, across all of her albums. Um, her, well, you, you can find a song to cry to, you can find a song to dance to, you can find a song to sing in the shower to. There is literally quite, quite literally everything um, it ranges from. And I also just love everything she's about. I don't, I feel like I know her personally and I absolutely don't, but I get the vibe that she is such an independent queen and she just lives her life for herself. I feel like she just doesn't really let anyone run her life or tell her what she's doing right or what she's doing wrong. I feel like she's just always been on her own journey and I feel like she is just one step ahead of the game all the time whether that is introducing all of her new lines of music or makeup or documentaries or she recently, um, well, it was a couple months ago now, she um, bought out her, what was it called? Like a big portfolio, um, yeah, loads of unseen images um, and it was in like the, the format of like a big, kind of like a big portfolio of her life and it was huge and Libby ordered one I think it was like 200 pounds was it 120 pounds but it was so so worth it and I, I'd never seen anything done like that before so I just feel like she's really innovative um innovative and she's um just got her own thing going on and yeah I love her and we went to see her a couple times um I've I've actually I've been to see her a few times now and me and Libby went um it was our Christmas present a couple of years ago and she was just insane and she just gives off good vibes she's good energy um and she just doesn't try too hard like everything about her she's so effortless this is now a three minute rant as to why I love Rihanna but I hope that answers your question I just wanted to also add on to something to Izzy's amazing answer but yeah I just feel like with Rihanna even separate to her being a music icon, I feel like she's an icon for lots of lots of different things. I think she's an icon for diversity, for women, um, and just for general, um, you know, embodiment of embracing yourself. And I feel like she's very multifaceted and shows that you can be, particularly for a woman, you can you can be this kind of. Um, this like strong like you know almost like embody embodying like certain like masculine traits but you can also be like very feminine and girly and like all this kind of stuff like you can be all of that in one and you know her savage fenty oh you know everything and even like her clara lionel uh non-profit charity like she does a lot of stuff and i feel like she as soon as you think you can put her into one box she jumps out of it and does something different and that's one of the things that I love about her so yeah okay so a couple of questions left um Libby this one is for you top five Instagram accounts you follow absolutely love this question and um I on my blog food for thought I 
have like a section of people to follow and also podcasts to follow as well um to give a listen but my five top people I would say the first person I ever followed that was really instrumental to me beginning to change the environment that I was wanting to make on my own Instagram feed was Iskra Lawrence and she's just recently had um, a baby with her partner Philip Payne who is Tory Lanez's manager and she is a British model um, who is naturally like quite curvy but for a long time suffered from eating disorders because of the modelling industry and the way it was and still is you know um for the for the majority of it and she helped me embrace certain things within my own body and like all of that kind of stuff so Iskra Lawrence just give her a follow great vibes second of all the sun the slum flower oh my god this was definitely like she was this she is one of like oh she's just up there she is amazing I saw her with um with our friend Katie at the Live Lux uh, stylist event last summer talking and she is just incredible if you need you know it's she kind of helps you de-stabilize I can't think of the word um kind of just patriarchal systems and why we as women see ourselves in a certain way particularly with our own body image third of all um I would say red table talk if you don't if you haven't watched any of the videos which are on Facebook this is run by uh, Jada Pinkett Smith her mum um that they call Gammy but she's called Adrian can't remember her surname and Willow and it's so lovely because it's three generations of women all talking about and they will have like a, a guest person on and they'll have really really good open discussions about taboo subjects and they'll have like three generational perspectives on it uh number four I would have to say Jada Cesar I hope I've said that right she is incredible so she um is a model um, but she also has had a degree in child psychology. Um, her content is just amazing. And if you listen to our radio show, um, I discussed it briefly about, she did a mini YouTube series called Instant Reality, I think it was called, and all of the pros and cons to, you know, the kind of um, reality TV shows that are often on our screens and the pros and cons to it, um, and just learning to like love yourself authentically. And then the fifth person, there's so many people... Um, but I would just follow the stylist because um, uh, uh, Stylist Magazine, it's so diverse. It's amazing um, to, it's just not your generic magazine that like I would used to buy when I was younger after school. You know, it's not about these airbrushed images. It's about talking about like particularly women's problems and us beginning to unpick all of that. So they are my five top people. So Iskra, uh, Iskra Lawrence, The Slum Flower, Red Table Talk, Jada Cesar and Stylist Magazine. Okay, so I would say my top five accounts at the moment are, um, and this is probably more specific to the times that we're living in now, these are the ones that I'm just living by and enjoying at the moment. Um, firstly, I would say The Good Quote. Um, they post um, two or three great inspirational mantras and quotes um that I think um speak to all of us um uh, they post those regularly every day so definitely go and check them out um secondly I've discovered this amazing lady more recently and she's called the anti-diet riot club um on Instagram thirdly I would say Lucy Mountain she's just amazing and she puts um all of our perspectives 
in check when it comes to food and sweets and treats and she's just fab aka eat what you want um and fourthly I would say um this is just purely for when I'm lying in bed and I need to flick through some stories or highlights Mrs Hinch is the most satisfying account that I follow and I'm just obsessed with all of her cleaning regimes and products um so if you're an OCD freak like me follow her and then I would say five um probably Jamie Lang um he is just hilarious I think he's just so random and him and Sophie Habu are just hilarious and crazy and I've been watching all of their um videos and uh TikToks and YouTube so if you want a little pick me up he is definitely one to follow as well Okay, and then the second part of this question was, what are our top five podcasts? Izzy. Okay, so top five podcasts. I tend to just repeat these five podcasts um, on loop. Um, So I tend to switch between the five of them, depending on what sort of mood I am in. Um, But first of all, I would like to, I, I would say my first, my top pick if I need a pick-me-up and I want to laugh and I don't want to listen to anything too heavy, I would say Private Parts by Jamie Lang and Francis Ball. And I listened to this first when I was travelling um, over three years ago now. So I've been listening to them for ages and they are just hilarious together. Um, number two, I would say The High Low by Pandora Sykes and Dolly Alderton. Um, Dolly Alderton also has a book called Everything I Know About Love, which has been recommended to me on repeat by... Um, loads of people recently so I'm gonna give that a read as soon as I finish the book that I'm reading at the moment um thirdly I would say adulting by Anoni um this is just an all-round great listen and I just love everything she preaches and she's super clever and articulate with the way she speaks and fourthly I would say um happy place by Fern Cotton I think she is so down to earth and she seems like such a genuine lovely person um mummy and wife and I also love everything she talks about and last but not least I have to say the two of us by Isabella Wynn and Elizabeth Mills okay so my top five podcasts um I only kind of really got into podcasts about a year ago and I remember the first one that I listened to was Happy Place um Fern Cotton's amazing and the kind of community that she's beginning to build through happy place I think is it's just really like positive um but anyway I'm going to give you some different ones so the first one um I've spoken about him before but is Jay Shetty's podcast on purpose and the kind of stuff he talks about I just love he he was a monk um I believe it was for three years um a few years ago and he kind of discusses quite deep um questions and I really really enjoy it you know if you want something to really kind of Turn Your Mind Upside Down, Listen to On Purpose by Jay Shetty. He is amazing. Second of all, Oprah's Super Soul Conversations for me are amazing. Like the guests that she has on there, only Oprah would be able to get those guests. And she also has another one called Masterclass and they're just amazing. And she recently had Alicia Keys on, um, which was such a good conversation. Um, My third one would have to be um would have to be adulting by Anoni, just like Izzy said. Um I actually went and saw a live um recording of one of her episodes um 
Was it before Christmas? I can't actually remember. But myself and um, uh, the author of Rethinking Woman, uh, Katie, we went to go um, go see it. And it was really good. It was about um, drinking and alcohol, alcoholism and how drinking is kind of incorporated within our very every day-to-day lives and without realising it it can become a bit of a problem and she had two really really good guest speakers who gave their own experiences with alcohol um, and everything that Anoni kind of explores in adulting is some of them are quite difficult to listen to because they're things you haven't maybe even thought about before but she gets on guests that are so specific and so good and know their stuff so so well and um I always come away feeling like I've really learned something from from her podcast um I would say another one is anything by TED Talks so there's like TED Radio Hour there's TED Talks Daily anything by TED Talks are amazing I've watched the YouTube um TED Talks for ages now and there's always just something really interesting it can be something um quite business-like sometimes and then sometimes it's more emotional sometimes it's people talking about their own personal experiences um but Iskra and um the Slumflower Chidera Egeru they've both done TED Talks um so you can go see them and then I would say this is a tough one but I would say my fifth one would be Beyond Today as well as Russell Brand's Under the Skin so that's the sixth one there but Beyond Today is really good because um it kind of talks about political things and important topics that aren't always discussed or reported in the mainstream media or goes into it a little bit more detail. Um, But also talks about things like self-care. So it's a real uh, range in topics. Um, So yeah, and also, like I said before, if you you want, you can go onto my blog, which is um, called Food for Thought. And I have a whole section on people to kind of follow or people that I've found to be really um instrumental in just my own kind of like journey and stuff and then podcasts that I like to listen to um as well so yeah okay so for our OG listeners who have listened since the first episode, you know that every week we ask one another a question of the week and we reveal the answer in the next episode. So we've got to that point of this week's episode. So last week's question was... Musa is the Latin name for which fruit? Apple, pear, banana or kiwi? The answer is banana. No. Oh my God. Okay. Well, I I actually had to take a minute to think what it was that I guessed, but I I had guessed pear. To be honest, I didn't even think of banana, so I'm not even going to be bitter about it. So that's really interesting. So musa means banana in Latin. Okay. So now it's my turn for question of the episode or question of the week. And my question to Izzy, but also to all of the listeners is what do the 100 folds in a chef's hat represent? When I 
saw what the answer was, it blew my mind a little bit. So have a think about that. We'll be posting on our stories during the week um, where you can give your own guesses of the answers and have a good think because it's amazing. Okay, that is quite possibly the most random question I've ever heard. But I'm going to take a wild guess here and I'm pretty confident with this one. I feel like it's got something to do with the pastry that they use. She's shaking her head. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Listeners, help me out. Now for our last and final question, and this actually links in really well with our quote of the week. And the question was, I know you're the quote queens, but what are your all-time favourite quotes? So Izzy, since it's your week for quotes, I'm going to ask you. So I'm going to quote myself on this because I haven't found a specific quote for this week, but there's lots of variations of this quote. But this is probably the quote slash mantra that I live my life by and it is trust the timing of your life so we've come to the end of our episode we hope you've enjoyed all of our questions and answers and thank you again for all of the questions that everybody did submit um don't forget to head over to our instagram where we try to post a mixture of funny interesting and feel good content um that we enjoy and that we hope that you'll enjoy as well um until next time our fourth episode have a good week so now the flips have been scripted. it's taken me about three times to say that but izzy what did i just say Did I just say that again? Oh my God, the scripts have been flipped. Oh my God. Hello and welcome back to the two of us. Today we are recording together for the first time, which is so exciting. And so weird. I feel like I can't look at your face because normally I'm looking looking at you through a laptop screen and it's just... A bit weird, isn't it? It's all too weird, but it's very exciting and will make the editing and things so much much easier. easier. So, yes, we're isolating together at the moment, um, which is really nice. Mm -hmm. And we've had 10 weeks of... Well, we've done a couple of socially distance walks. Yeah. But apart from that, we haven't lived... This is probably the longest... Actually, apart from when I went travelling, this is probably the longest we've done. That we haven't seen each other. It's really nice to um, be able to do this. And also, we'll make podcasting a lot easier mm-hmm. it will definitely make the editing a lot easier so and also i think we can just free talk a little bit more yeah, which is free flowing so nice we'll yeah. probably interrupt each other loads by accident but anyway um but yeah but welcome back to the two of us and this is our fourth episode now um and we've kind of taken inspiration from i don't know if anybody has uh listened to the podcast before they've been going on since I think it's the 50s. There's a whole archive. If you go onto Apple uh, podcasts, I think they're probably on Spotify as well, but they're definitely on Apple. Um, And basically a different celebrity comes on every week and the interviewer gives them eight songs that they can take to this desert island where it's just going to be that person. And at the end they get, I think it's like the Bible, Shakespeare and like one luxury item or something, which we can also do, I guess. 
Um, but me and Izzy have taken inspiration and we, we have decided, especially because I think music is such like an important thing and certainly something that's been keeping me going and, you know, it's a good like Definitely. instant mood lifter. Uh, we thought we'd share some of our favourite songs, so kind we've, of like, We've yeah. decided to call this Rona Records yeah. <laughs> to take a spin on Desert Island Discs. Um, and that's copyright, so like, yeah, nobody Yeah, so um, mm. yeah, we hope you enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> 